so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So for the art, that's why I'm so nice. What's going on, everybody? This is your host. I'm taking my headphones off. Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves. And I am joined with my co-host, Tyler Copeland, the Mud Shark. And I just be making Fucking up the nicknames. Mud Shark, the Mud baby. Shark, baby. What's your last name again, Barrett? Thompson. Barrett Thompson is joining us again for this episode. Owner um, of Thompson Welding. No, not, not even, not even nope. close. I could have been. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Same last name. Same yeah. last name. So, Clay Thompson's brother. You know, they just happen yeah. to be wearing the same stuff. Splash bro. Uh, oh, yeah, the Thompson Weldon guy. Yep. You know that guy? Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, we just we just got done with a little, hey, a little yeah, uh, right. <laughs> lifting a little bit of weight, some bench press and curls. That was fun. Y'all were impressed by Between, me. Uh, yeah, impressed. I got outlifted on the bench. but By, by arms. Just pretty, by one. Pretty normal. Yeah, but he could have kept going. He had a few more left in him. Yeah, but, but, dude, let's talk about the arms for a second. First of all, I didn't say this last one, but you're a substantial animal. <laughs> on TikTok, you just look like, I mean, you're, you're a beefy dude. Yeah. But then can't. when I walked up to you in real life, I'm like, this dude's big. Yeah, you can't really say, I'm just yeah. genetically big. Yeah, you're like, like a I'm big just dude. a large person. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it, most people don't realize it. And so they, yeah, like a lot of times you meet people. Yeah, when I walked up, I was like, didn't see that coming. I yeah. thought we were going to be the same size, like height. I thought I was going to look you in the eye, but I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> his, yeah. His yeah. dad's Paul Bunyan, though. You have <laughs> to know stuff like that. My dad's this. name is Paul. I know. So. And he's, he's a large Here guy, too. Back to that Thompson thing. I'm a little taller than my dad. By about an inch. I know, but he just, I, but I he's guess he than seems me. so large. He's bigger than me. And he's, he's not just he's a big, fat guy. He's just no, a big he's guy. A big dude. He's a big burly dude, dude. Yeah. yeah. Good and genetics. He, yeah. Good. I, I really, it's funny, man, because I don't have the genetics of a fighter. I have the genetics, because fighters, you want to, like, the easier it is to cut weight, the better. Right. And I put on mass of any type. Like, I've never done a bulk. I've never done a bulk session ever. I've never taken ne- Russian Bear three thousand. I have. Oh, I took Russian Bear, bear five thousand as a, to recover from weight cuts. I'm just kidding. But not. I've never like purposely bulked. I've never got my diet dialed in. I do hypertrophy lifts. Like I do a lot of like high repetition, twelve to twenty reps. But I never, never been like I'm finna get big. Yeah. And focus on getting big because for me. You got that lumberjack it's body. All anyway, about getting huh? lean. Like I'm. Just, I just want to be lean. You so know. Like right now, I'm, I'm lean bulking. Yeah. And I will have that conversation in the mirror twice a day. Like you, you will grow today. Yeah. You will grow. I, I don't, it, to me, it's just not super important. Like, I'm not, because I'm so big naturally, I don't, I feel like the smaller you are, the more important it is to get big, and the bigger you are, the more right. important it is to get small. It's kind of like girls with wavy and curly yeah. and straight hair, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, if you've got wavy hair or curly hair, all you want is straight hair. Exactly. And uh, as a big guy, I want to have abs, you know, which I can get yeah. them. I yeah. mean, I, I'll have them, you know, and after my workouts, I always have them. Yeah. But having them walking around at the pool or whatever, that's a little harder for me. Yeah, I've abs are revealed really, and not made. Yeah. So when people right. tell me that all the time, like, what what workouts do I do to get abs? I'm like, uh, diet. just diet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There are yeah. some people, though, especially women, who have trouble getting them because they just yes. don't have the bo- the muscle mass yet. Yeah, yeah, their core isn't strong. Like my wife, I mean, her core is like, I mean, you grab onto her and it's, yeah, you're grabbing. Yeah, you know? And, and I, I've met a lot of like female fighters, for instance, who like they yeah. can't get abs. And I've had some males that had trouble, like skinny males that like I just don't get. I'm 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 lean, but I don't have abs. Like because you don't have the muscle mass, right. you need to put on a little muscle mass. You need to start doing some squats and like, yeah, the, some, the muscles got to be there, right? You got to yeah. have the muscle there. But for like me, I my core is strong enough that even when I'm fat, you can see my abs. Yeah, so that's how yeah. I am now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been lucky enough to always have been that way. Like I used that's when cool. I was in high school, I was like ripped. I had a six pack all the time. 
Yeah, so you start out with that good foundation. And yeah, and yeah. then I got older and I started putting fat on because I was I've been this hot this size since I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, I tell people all the time like people were saying, Well, I'm fat, just got bad genetics. And I'm well, I'd like to argue that maybe fat people have the better of the genetics. Depending on what your goal is. Yeah, de- yeah, depending. Right. So I can put on muscle faster right. than than a skinny guy. You know, yeah. I can get bigger faster than a skinny guy. So if, if your goal is to get big, which get strong. like you said about the hair, yeah. you know, all skinny guys want to be big. Right. You know, and they're like, Well, I can't do it. Well, I mean, you can. You can. You can do it. It's possible. Yeah. You may not get. You may not get. You know, like Eddie Hall big. Oh yeah. You, no. You may not no. get Brian Shaw big. What's but. that? What's that? Uh, one kid on uh, Instagram just ripped up uh, Alex Eubank or something like that. I don't know. Like he was little and he's just. Shredded. You can definitely put yeah. muscle on. Oh yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. Like it's, pick up the fork. It's that's, definitely that's possible. Pick up the fork. Pick yeah. up the fork. That's eat. how you get it. Eat. Yep. Eat. 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 And you then, know? and then when you start driving because you're eating so much, drink water and then eat more. That's what I do. That's insane. Cause I don't yeah. eat that much. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That, but what I have been eating, you know, over the last years, just been trash, pretty much. Well, then, oh, what you got to remember, all right. It's like what you said. Two thousand calories of chicken, rice, and vegetables is a whole lot different yes. than two thousand calories of McDouble's. Yes. Yeah. I can sit down and eat five thousand calories of McDonald's, no problem. Easy. But five thousand calories of chicken and 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 vegetables is, I mean, that's a sub, that's gonna fill you up. That's a substantial amount of food. And getting an average person getting that amount of food down in a day, it's impressive. It's impressive. Well, that's it why actually, when you told me you were between five and ten thousand calories yeah, so of lean food, that's on my ten thousand days. I was actually so if I was sleeping six hours that night, I couldn't go that long of a gap without eating. So I would set my alarm clock for say three hours. And I would wake up in the middle of the night, and I would eat like a pound of beef, or I would eat like um, almost a pound of rice in the middle of the night, wow. just just to keep it going. Because you have to, yeah. You, but you, you know, a lot, a lot of high level athletes like Michael Phelps, I think eats ten thousand calories yeah. every day. Yeah, you know, yeah. ten to twelve thousand calories a day because People of how like Brian much. Shaw's like fourteen. Yeah, but look at yeah. him, just monster. You know, you know what? He's only seventeen percent body fat. I was that's exactly what I was about to say. Because really? you look at him and he did this thing where they like scanned his body to yeah. see how much of and like you could visually see how much of him was muscle and how much of him was fat and he looks kind of fat. You look at Brian Shaw and I mean obviously he looks like a monster. What is he like six seven six eight? I think he's six seven. Yeah, and he's got yeah, yeah. got looks like he's got a little belly. He's got a belly and he's just a big dude. If we can pull up a picture of Brian Shaw, he's the sweetest dude ever. And they did this study on him, and yeah, he it was all muscle. Yeah, he's all muscle. He's six foot seven, probably four hundred pounds. Yeah. When he competes, he's in the four hundreds of muscle. Like, I mean, it's it's um, it's that's Eddie Hall so next that's to Eddie him. Hall, yeah, but that's Brian Shaw, who is significantly taller than Eddie Hall. Because uh, I think Eddie fought, Hall's only like he five fought ten. Somebody, right? He fought Thor. Yeah, uh, Eddie yeah. Hall did on the right. Yeah, yeah. Fought Thor. Yeah, Brian Shaw didn't. Half Brian three, Shaw yeah. grappled Dustin Poirier though. Oh, really? He sure did. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. How'd that go? Uh, I think he got chucked out once. He was able to hold him down for a long time too, though. So he laid on him for a while. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean that big of a you get somebody that's that big yeah. and that strong. I mean, anybody. I'm a big jujitsu guy, and I believe in jujitsu 100. percent Like I have seen way smaller, way weaker, way less athletic people tap bigger, stronger people on a consistent enough basis that you just can't not be. However, I've <laughs> also seen. When you're talking about people that can compete at that level, that's not just a strong human. That's an unbelievable athlete. Yeah. To be able times? to do a world's strongest man, be the wor- four-time world's strongest four times, man, yeah. you are an athlete of the yeah. highest level. You are an unbelievable athlete. And that plays a role. It just does, man. I mean, size plays a role. But you get some of these guys coming here, and they're that size, but they're cupcakes. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They they don't they, even if the, and I've seen some people that are gym strong that are not mat strong. Yeah, it's very common. I see guys. I'll be honest. There was a time in here I was probably the weakest weight room person on the mat some of the days, like when Joe Imagine, and Mosley and Lawrence and those guys were in here. But on the mat, smashing dude, I, you couldn't tell it. Yeah, you know because I'm I'm mat strong. Like I'm way stronger out there than I'm in the weight room. Way stronger. Because there's a thing, same thing with wrestlers. When you tie up with a guy that wrestled from the time he was a little kid and then all the way up into Division One, and you grab a hold of that some bitch, he just feels different. <laughs> right. It, you look at him, you're like, ain't much to this guy. And you grab, like, like people People look at Khabib Nurmagomedov in the UFC, yeah. and you look at him, and that dude does not look that strong. And I'm not saying he's a, he's a freak. Well, he is a freak because he's in the UFC. Nobody's in the UFC that's not a freak. But he's a freak. He's so I'm not saying he's a freak, but he's a freak. You right. just the freakiest of you don't it too. doesn't but that's the that's one of the things about wrestling and jujitsu is the strength that it builds doesn't always have that aesthetic look that the weight room brings right you know like it's not gonna necessarily right. make you give you the the perfect physique you're looking for now if you're looking for a workout that's gonna work your whole body get you in great shape lean you out make you strong and and mobile it's a great workout for that but if you're looking to look like a bodybuilder there's no amount of jujitsu is going to make you like a bodybuilder unless you just have the genetics to do that yeah yeah. you know some people just have that those three body types come into play yeah yeah that perfect aesthetic i think i'm slow but i feel like khabib has that like air force pilot body and he's still like super you know what i'm saying they they still have to be able to pass pt tests oh yeah he's just not great looking yeah you know what i'm saying daniel cormier same thing you look at have, Daniel Cormier. I mean, he kind of looks like cheeseburger body. Yeah, but, but you got to think though, he's not cutting shit. as much weight as could be. True. Like, he's fighting I'm at a higher weight class. Like, and, that's I mean, crazy. but the thing about it is though, same thing with Brian Shaw. He may look like a cheeseburger body, but he does oh, not have a cheeseburger to me, body. He right? doesn't. Well, you got to think. Seventeen percent body fat is, is low, and then if you think about a four hundred pound man, dude, uh, that crazy. that guy looked yeah. really impressive to me. I didn't. Well, you're also thinking he's he's flexed up. He's well, he look like regular post post workout. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh, you pull up that a you regular know, picture of that guy if you same same way about i was talking about you until i saw you in person if you look him next to sitting next to his wife but then you got to think his wife's like almost six foot tall oh wow yeah you got to. i didn't think about it until one day my wife said something about it yeah i didn't realize that there's him and dustin poirier right there standing next to each other that guy looks yoked to me i just don't <laughs> well he is yoked he just doesn't look super fit like he doesn't yeah. look like like he looks like he could play like on the NFL line somewhere, but he doesn't look lean. Here's yeah, what I gotta say though: you wouldn't think he was a top tier world athlete. Yeah, here I'll say this, man. A lot of people don't understand like, like how lean he really is for that weight. I don't yeah. know. Just looking at so him, he, he looks in good shape to me. Uh, I guess. I mean, you compare him though to like Francis Nagano and how ripped up Francis Nagano is. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he doesn't look in shape for an average guy. I'm he just looking like at his body shape. style. His body is shaped for his body style. But he's got that style. gut. He's got the extra weight on his chin right big here. Guy. I mean, he's a big freaking guy. He's just a guy. big guy. Yeah. They you all know. put on a, a lot more weight right before you know mm-hmm. competition, but him just walking around. You know, let's just say he's walking around at 380, but still he's walking around at 380 pounds, 17% body fat. That's insane. That's crazy. What does that do That's to insane. your joints, having that much muscle? Nothing. Can't be good. I don't know. I mean, would your muscle case your, your shit? It'll like, help, so it I'm sure. I, yeah, we want to think. I mean, I know. Here's what I know. <clears throat> I know that strength training has decreased my likelihood of getting injured and 
has helped my pain. Are you doing it in your my knees? Knee pain. Your oh knees yeah. And hips? Yeah, I do the. I do. I still do some of the knees over toes stuff. Um, hips? My back stopped hurting when I started uh, deadlifts. Yeah. Uh, when I when I really? I started having yeah, yeah. way less back issues too. When I started strengthening my back, yeah, yeah, yeah. it made a big difference. Is that when you lift when you're bent over? How does that work? Or they lift? Yeah. yeah, I don't know how that works, but I always hear not never to lift your back at work. Well, so. an RDL is pretty much all your back, but you yeah. but you but you're attacking it intelligently. You know, you you learn how to do it right, and then you're only doing the amount of weight that you know you can. Romanian deadlift so RDL. Start small, anyways. I would. I do oh, everything. Yeah. I start every like I because because for me weightlifting is a supplemental act and not a primary act. I'm I'm the most cautious lifter. Like I never, you never see me stacking plates on really heavy. You unless it's unless like I know where I'm at on that lift. Yeah, I was just but, about to say that progressive yeah. overload is a, it. You need to have it. Yeah, I don't do it though. Don't, don't, I need to. Don't go stupid. You yeah. Know? But you, but you're on your first. There's, in my opinion, there's no real reason to find a max with your first week in the gym. No, I don't see a reason. No. Like, I mean, see, I mean, you need to see what you can do. But like a one rep max and overloading weight before you know where you're at, it's it's an ego thing. It's just okay. you know, yeah. like a lot of dudes, and that's the truth to me. For a lot of people in the gym, they're they're in there so focused on what everybody around them is doing and what everybody around them is going to think. And they either get hurt or you get people that aren't in shape and they feel emasculated because they got somebody else that's been in there for years that's lifting way more than them. Maybe yeah. Here's the thing. I'm 240 pounds, and it is not uncommon for me to lift next to a dude your size and smaller and us lift the same amount of weight. And I had to let go of that. Dude, I'm the same way but opposite. Like, really? You do. People outlift me all the time. Yeah, and, but you're and, smaller. And, and I feel like it's worse being big and getting outlifted. Probably. Because I'm but like, dude, I'm It doesn't bother me because like you said, I'm a cautious lifter as well. Uh I've had injuries, um, and there's, it's stupid. Yeah. Why, why, why do I need to do 315 today? Right. The I most important thing is to come back tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. The most so, important thing is to not take a break. So I don't want to get injured. I was going through my phone, and I was looking at a time where I was repping 315 on the bench. And I was like, that is so stupid. Now that I'm looking back, I'm like, why would I even do that? Yeah, you know? I don't do that. So I, about 225 I do is about as heavy as yeah. I go. That's what I do now. I'll go to 225, and then maybe if, I, if it's a really good day, I'll throw some on there and hit like, Maybe three hundred for a couple, and then I'll just wear my way back down yeah. or something. You know, only if I'm feeling good that day. So yeah. it's more about the more you can do. It's more about coming back tomorrow. All right, but I'm it's just more saying. about continue, just <clears throat> continuing on the journey. So if you do twenty five today, and you want to say, hmm, tomorrow I'll do twenty seven. You're thinking getting better I'll, or no? Yeah, that is getting better. But what I'm trying to get through to you is, it's not. It is about the rep count and it is about the weight. But the most important thing is coming back tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Not getting your ego involved in the amount of reps you can do or the amount of weight you can lift removing that and just beating killing what, what he was saying in the last episode killing what you did yesterday not what the dude next to you is doing because if you let right. your ego kind of do that then you you're, you're just kind of missing out in my opinion you're you're missing you end up sabotaging later results my new thing to say is lift lift medium weight until it's lightweight yeah and then you know that you're right you're, you're that's what i did because now when i lift I, I went i just recently hit this I, I was in the gym here a while back, and I just looked at the weight that I was lifting. I was like, damn. And I realized I'm a stronger I'd gotten. Because right. I was like, damn, I remember last year I couldn't lift this, and now I'm repping it. Yeah, strength comes with time. I tell people that all the time. It, it, you, what we were talking about in the last episode, I think one of the most important things in terms of fitness, in terms of business, in terms of life that a lot of people don't get is identity. 
change your identity and then that will change your habits and then that will change your life. But a lot of people get so caught up in what it is, is your ego. Mm -hmm. You get so caught up in who you think you are. Well, you're just the fat kid and that's right. who you are. Or you know what? Right. I can't lose weight easy. I have bad genetics yeah. or, <laughs> um, or they'll say things like, you know, like, well, I've started a diet and it didn't work, or I've just never been able to lose weight, or, um, uh, you know, you don't have to have money to be happy, or, <laughs> you know, and that's all those are limiting beliefs. A penny saved is a penny earned, and I don't, I, you know, my, you know, why, and, and it just, it's limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs. And in order to reach goals, you have to understand that your personality and your ego, which is your self persona, is malleable. You can change yes. you to be anybody you want to be. Oh, yeah. yep. You can decide tomorrow, I'm going to be the next Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Will you ever be the next Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Let's be honest, probably not. But you can become, you can personify right. everything he is, and you can get as close as you possibly can. Identity is everything, and it's malleable. Like, you can change. Like, And I've had to learn this because there are certain things about myself that I don't like that I have ingrained through repeated speech I struggle with this. I struggle with this. I struggle with this. Stop saying that. Stop thinking that. Yeah. The power of the thoughts that you think and the words that you say when compounded with the actions that you take for, for evidence, because that's what your brain's going to do. When you make a new identity for yourself, your brain is going to look for evidence to back that, that identity up. And the more evidence that it finds, the more it's going to ingrain that identity. So if you say things like, well, I'm just a lazy piece of shit. I'm just yep. a fat piece of shit. Da, 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 yep. da. Then your brain's going to go and it's going to remember all the times you ate ice cream late at night, all the times that you quit that diet, all the times that you didn't go to the gym. And here's the thing, bro. Your brain is going to reinforce that belief and then your actions are going to follow that reinforced yep. belief. You know what I mean? That's the reason why I'm so big on not being negative, not saying negative things about yourself. Because you're just re-ingraining that bullshit that you've been, you or your parents tell, told you. Because a lot of people, your parents told some limiting bullshit. Well, you yeah. know, in order to make them feel better about yeah. something because they were fat. And like, yeah. well, you know, our genetics just yeah. aren't good. We're just, we're just Thompsons. We're fat like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, we're not. No, you don't yeah. have to be. We don't have to be. Yeah. You know, but only because yeah. you eat Twinkies and, yeah. and, you know, you drink sodas all, you drink nine Mountain Dews a day. <laughs> yeah. And like, everybody's going to be fat if you drink nine Mountain Dews a day. But I always say, uh, I just recently started saying this to, to my peoples, is uh, kill the survivors, burn the ship. So, you you know, the, yeah. Find the new you, kill the old you, and yep. then that vessel, that ship, your old body, burn it, bro. We're, we're moving on. We're burn changing today. No turning back. Yeah, no turning back. You burnt your ship. Yeah. You know, we, this is our new vessel, and we're going to make it what we want. And then up here, we're going we're gonna to be a new guy tomorrow. Yeah. And, and that's the only – that is literally yeah. the only way change happens. Change can never – like, thought does not produce actions. Actions produce thoughts. Thoughts. So uh, everybody like I, when when people tell me I'm not motivated to go to the gym, I always laugh. Yeah, bro, I'm never motivated to go to the gym. Uh, man, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't see that video I made never. about that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, I don't. I, it was it, we had just had that cold front, yeah. you know, and it's like deer season and everything. And then I was like, you know, I don't want to be here. I no. want I want to go home and eat chili and and watch Hocus Pocus too with my with my oh, wife. Yeah, I did see you that. Know? Once That's I'm not there what for a little while, I'm happy to be there. Exactly. But dude, when I come here in the morning and now I make myself come to the gym, I don't go back home if I can help it. Like after I drop the kids off, even though I'm I'm here till you know nine thirty or or ten o'clock at night, nine between nine and ten p.m. Yeah, I drop the kids off at seven thirty. I come here and I go to. I'm I'm gonna make myself go to the gym and 
if I could tell you out of every hundred times in the morning that I go to the gym, how many of those do you think I'm motivated to go to and I'm like really excited about? Seven. Maybe. <laughs> out of a hundred, I say maybe consistency. Seven. Consistency yeah, is more of a motivation than motivation. Because you don't have to be motivated when, yeah, it's, when it's, it's a habit. When, when, you, when, you, when you have consistency, even if you lose your motivation, that consistency will bring your motivation back. And I will say at a certain every, point, every if you'll stay consistent long enough, the idea of not going starts to leave. Yeah. Like you don't want to go, but you don't even really consider not going. So it's not as big of a deal. Like it's not really an option. Like I do this every day. This is the routine. I feel like shit. I'm super tired. My eyes are half closed. I want to just lay down on the couch and take a nap. I want to just go back home. I want to get back in my warm bed, but I don't ever do that. So you, you don't really think about the other options. Yeah, you still feel like shit, but you don't really. But I got a bad habit of not going every morning. If I miss a day, if you miss a day, well, now you've created an option. You've got, yep. to, you've got to get rid of the option. Like the option can't be there. It can't be like some days I go and some days I don't. Because if you do that, then you're, you're never really creating the habit that, okay, I go every day. Or that's for me. That's what works for me. Oh, yeah. Dude, if I miss the gym, I'm not. I, this is not the human you're going to talk to. Yeah, I'm completely. And I, and your day's kind of shot. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're kind of like you don't have a good day. Like when you run away late when you wake up. Yeah, and then you're late all day long. Yeah, yeah, same you way. Are. yeah, yeah. Same way. If if I don't get my gym time in and something's wrong, and the whole the whole day is just ruined. It just it really does. It kind of it, it's wild. It just sets a tone. It does. Like it really like does. when you wake up in the morning. That's why I wor I work out first thing in the morning because I want to set my the tone of my day. I want to get that endorphin release and I want to have the. Like, no matter what else happens today, I did this. I can control this. High-performing individuals, uh, Navy SEALs teach this from what I've read. I I've never been a Navy SEAL. But uh, from what I've read, one of the number one things they teach their guys is when you're faced with something, the first thing you ask yourself is, what can I control right now? Well, every day when I wake up, I can control if I go to the gym or not. Right. Every day when I wake up, I have some that one thing. Because when, when you run a business and – or work a high stress job or whatever. There's not. There's a lot of things that happen to you during the day that you're not in control of. If I can can take control of that first two hours of my day, first hour to two hours of my day, it just makes for a better day. Yeah. It creates oh, yeah. a tone for that day of like, you know what? I'm in control. I'm gonna look and control what I can control right now, and it makes a difference for me. I mean, I love working out in the mornings, but I don't do it really. Yeah, was, when I'm trying to cut weight, I do. Really? Because it's so beneficial. See, how you me. doing cardio in the mornings? Well, that's all I do in the mornings. Yeah, now. I, you know, strength training is fun for me in the morning. Cardio is fun for me at night. So at nighttime, man, just go hard on the weights. It's you know? I like training at night, but I'm here at night. So like my we get yeah, busy here about four o'clock, five o'clock, and my busiest time is between four and eight thirty nine p.m. Like that's my right. that's my money time. That's the time that I'm I got need to be on it. See how he worked around his work schedule, but you know, even though that's when I want to work out. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm in the office during the day. But but if it was backwards though, maybe you wouldn't think that way. You know what I mean? That's true. Well, I I conditioned myself to be that way exactly. because fight gyms, MMA gyms train at night. That's when everybody's off work, yeah. and you need the thing about MMA as opposed to weightlifting is you need you have to have partners. Yeah, you have yeah. to have training partners. I don't have to have a training partner to go to the gym, which is one thing I like about weightlifting better than MMA. There's not many, but that's one thing I do like better. Like when I say that, I actually really like lifting weights now. But um, I don't have to depend on somebody else. Whereas in MMA or yeah. in jiu-jitsu, I'm a little bit subject to the other people in the room. And so... I think that's another reason I don't like to go. 
because you don't have, you're not going with somebody. Mm-hmm. Tribe. Yep. Tribe. You need the tribe. You need to be around people. And maybe it's because I don't know what thinking. I'm doing. So it's like. Bruh, let me tell you something. I was super embarrassed when I first really got into working out that I didn't know what I was doing. You know how I figured out what I was doing? Oh. YouTube. Hmm? YouTube. Yeah. And oh. I'm talking about recently. I'm not talking about when I was like in high school. I'm talking about when I started working out in 2015. 2000, yeah, d- December 2015 was when I started really getting into it. Um, I knew a little bit just from like playing football and fighting. Right. But, you know, fighter, well, I didn't lift weights when I was fighting. You know, I was cutting a bunch of weight, and I didn't know what I was doing. I, I started following, like, Henry Cavalier and uh, C.T. Fletcher. C.T. Fletcher. And, which are two way different <laughs> ends of the spectrum there. But I like both. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like Henry Cavalier because he's so technical, and he's like a physical therapist, and he's got a very technical approach, and C.T. Fletcher's got that don't-be-a-bitch approach, right, right. which I also vibe with really heavy. I like heavy, his a lot, yeah. You know, and so I would just – try to do some of the CT Fletcher workouts. You know, like we're going to do this. Like eight hours of arms. Yeah, this is, yeah exactly. <laughs> we're going to do this bicep burnout, which is going to yeah. be like 47 different exercises of 100 reps a piece of all bicep curls. And, you know, you can't, then you're locked Yeah, I tried to do that with uh, Rich Piana. Oh, his leg. Was no, it his leg? It was, it was bicep workout. Okay. It was eight hours long. Was it? Was he the one that had Did that? Cr- yeah. I don't remember no, who it was. No, I was going to do it. And then actually I got to reading into it. And you have to bring three meals to the gym because you're there so long. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's insane. I mean... So I, like I don't have the want to. I don't even want to be as big as him. It's impressive, but that's crazy. As yeah. Hell. Well, you got to think though. This is their. That's his job. Yeah, yeah you get paid yeah. for that, right? That's his job. Like he, it's his insane. job is to compete in bodybuilding, and right? That's what he. That's what, his, that's what his job. Right? Uh, that and that's what he did. And then he got out of that and opened five percent nutrition. Okay. And then he had, he ran that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was the face until uh, Elia Gollum. Do you know who that is? Hmm. Elia Gollum. If you want to look that monster up, I think he's like the biggest human on earth. Can you spell right it? Because I'm going to tell you, I was not going to spell it. Hold on. Because uh, <laughs> I will mess it up. And then I don't want that monster coming in here trying to kill me. What is it? Elia Gollum. Elia. Elia Gollum. Gollum? His last name's Gollum or a Gollum? Like Smeagol? Yeah. I L L I A G O L E M. Oh, wow. His last name's Gollum. This dude is. Huge! Holy Whoa. crap, yeah. dude! Yeah, yeah. So he took over as the face of five. We pull 5%. him up. Uh, but now he he quit five percent. He's got his own uh, GSS Labs. But uh, this dude is just Jesus ooh, freak. Christ, he's man! Freak. Wow, that to- is days in the gym right there yeah. at the time. Yeah, I, like I like for me personally. Yeah, that's and that's that's the thing with bodybuilding is like <laughs> bodybuilding is all about you like you couldn't fight no you couldn't no, you no. couldn't fight you couldn't fight you couldn't no. do jujitsu looking like that That'd man he can't even talk in his youtube videos because you know he's so big bro he, he couldn't even hug yeah. yeah he couldn't even grab you in a bear hug i don't oh, mean he's just big he's i don't think he could lock his hands out i mean you just his like, bicep, but that, that's the that's right what there. bodybuilding is it's just taking everything to that extreme level right. that to just to prove that humans can do this, yeah. like it's still like impressive. Push the like, limits of, and that's why I like it. I would want to is do I that. like people. That's why I like David Goggins. You know, yeah. I like people who push the limits of what humans can do and redefine the role. Like everybody used to say, a five minute mile was impossible until somebody did it. Now high school kids are doing it. Right. You know, yeah, what it's I mean? like Eddie Hall in the deadlift. Yeah. And then now, now we got people attempting like five ten. You know, kg. Wow. You know, tempting. If they're not pulling it, but they're tempting. I don't know it. enough about what kilograms are to. to it's a lot. Five hundred. Five. What? Five hundred kg is half ton. Yeah, about a thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, a little over a thousand. I, I'm really bad at. Yeah, I am too. To I'm like, bro, we went back to back world wars. My, I'm not using. Yeah, KG. exactly. We've we've been to the moon. I'm gonna stay yeah. on. I'm gonna I'm, stay on. I'm an LB type of person. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Same. same. I'm 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 America. 
Yeah. All the way. My wife's coach is uh, from the UK. So really? she sends her over stuff. Well, her first set of workout stuff she sent over, and then she, she converted it over after that. Because <laughs> we were in the gym, and she was like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know, right a calculator, times 2.2. 2, I don't know. <laughs> I just ask my phone. I'll just be like, I'll just, I'll be like what is 100 kilograms in the pounds? And then wait for Siri to tell me. And I think it's like 2.2 is, is what I use. I, I just multiply it. What is 100 kilograms turned into pounds? Here's an answer from IPVAC uh, ID. 120. 100 kilograms yeah, equal 220.462262185 pounds. So roughly 2.2 pounds. Yeah. yeah. yeah almost, almost exactly. Like this. Smart, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I think these are making us dumber, though. I think oh, so absolutely. Yeah. I, I think they're definitely making Because, I mean, I can't explain to you how frustrating it is to have the spelling of a second grader as a grown man. Bro, I, I don't even know how to spell my middle name. <laughs> right. I mean, I do, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I would have read my middle name, I'd be like, man, I think there's supposed to be another. All What's your middle name? name? I ain't saying it. Okay. Death. Huh. That's it. What is it? <laughs> no, no. <I'm> <laughs> I hate my middle name so rip bad. It, dog. Really? Come on, no, rip it. it. Rip it. Yeah, I'm Coach B. That's it. Coach B. So, I, so I B hate, is your middle name? I hate spelling so much, and it's, it is funny because my mom always used to tell me, like, it's really important to be able to spell so you can write. And I was like, until you got a I don't care nothing about that mess. Well, here's the thing, though. I also do copywriting for ads, and I send emails, uh, which, okay, yeah, that red I, do red have, red. I do have spell check, spell check, but doesn't catch everything. No, it doesn't. I, there's a lot of grammatical errors it doesn't catch, and it doesn't have to be perfect, but I don't like to look stupid Yeah, I'm saying. when I'm sending an email to 4,000 people. Oh, I know yeah. some people, dude. You know? That shit's rough. You're like... People reply to all oh, you know, yeah. accident yeah. and they send some some crazy crap and then everyone judges you. Then I feel like I'm that guy if I'm the one that sends the email that I didn't put a comment I'm yeah or something, you know, yeah. like I'd feel I'd feel stupid. Like this boy said M. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, M. I, M. I, like, I on, really man. wish that I had I had there's certain subjects in school and I'm not a big proponent of, of school. Like I think that I think for a lot of kids, I think that there, it pushes the wrong direction too late in life. Like I think that I think a lot of kids do college prep way too late. Like if they're not yeah. going to college, like I mean, if you're, if you're trying to be a doctor or a lawyer, if you're if you're, I think that there's definitely something to be said for that. I think another big issue with school, especially at the collegiate level, um, is it teaches the wrong lesson. And this is just my opinion, but if you look at life. The whole point of school up until you get in like master's programs or like after your first couple years of college, after that it changes, but it's to make you well-rounded. That's why it doesn't yeah. matter what your major is. You still have to <laughs> take college algebra. Yep. You still have to take English comp. You still have to take all these things. Here's the thing. In real life, um, being well-rounded does not get you paid. Uh, no. Being no. a specialist gets you paid. Yeah. Exactly. Being really, really good at one thing is how you get paid yep. the most amount of money. That's just the way in any in anything. I don't yeah. care if you're a blue collar worker. I don't nope. care if you're a doctor. If you're a doctor, nobody cares if you or a general surgeon, right? Or if you or like know doctor. how to do things that don't have anything to do with doctors. I don't care if you know about the Battle of Waterloo. I care if you know how to get this tumor off my brain. Yeah, brain right. surgery. Okay, there's no reason for you to be <laughs> yes. taking world history in college if you're trying to be a doctor. I'm sorry. There's just there's no point in it. I agree completely. And I think that's one of my issues with school. I think that it kind of, I think it kind of, and, and you see a lot of people too. And 
I hate it for these people, but you see a lot of people that they're really good in school and they conform to it. A lot of young boys who conform to it and they get really, really good at school and then they get older and they get become an adult and they graduate college and they get in the real world and they're like, oh my God, this is nothing. This is nothing like that. And then they go back to school or they end up working in academia and teaching because they spent the first 18, 25 years of their life, you know, minus one years one through four or whatever when they weren't in school, learning this system, follow directions, be super super well-rounded, go where the bell tells you to go, like your whole life's kind of laid out for you and, and, and they get really good at that. They get really good at listening in a classroom and taking notes. They get really good at studying and they perfect this art of going to school. And then they get in the real world and the real world's like, yeah, it's nothing like that at all. Yeah. Oh. The real world's nothing like that yeah, at all. Way, I'm not saying that there's- These are taxes. Yeah. We didn't teach you about it, but- Exactly. This is how to yeah, ban yeah. It, balance your budget. Hey, this is how to get paid. <laughs> how many people graduate from college and don't know how to get paid? Don't know how to like have skills that get them paid? Dude, you know what blew my mind? LLCs are $45 and it takes five minutes to do them. Oh, it's easy. So yeah, easy. Blew my mind. Yeah. Really? Dude, I thought, I thought that it was like months process. Whoa, bro. All that arm chest- workout you just did just thought, y'all keep talking i'm gonna fix it. i just went off the chain so you did an llc on coach b yeah on uh beyond breaking what so is that that's just the company that coach b works for yeah okay so that's your company though yeah 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 and but i thought it was i thought it was like an ordeal and no it ain't at all i just i don't know why i guess i just never asked the question right but it was just one thing i had in my head so what kind of shit do you have to go through to do that just to get an llc yeah. Dude, you literally just get online. It's like 45 bucks after you fill out this paperwork. So there's no lawyers involved or anything like that? No. I mean, you can get lawyers involved and pay them to do the four, to pay them to do the to do that five yeah, you just go through form. the Secretary yeah. of State's website. Just go through it. Really? And yeah, it doesn't take it's, any time at all. It doesn't take no time at all. <laughs> it just, awesome. it, all, it, all it is, it's a limited liability company that's to set a business up so that if you get sued, they can't sue you personally. Yeah. It's pretty much all it does. So like, for instance, I'm technically, I'm an LLC operating as an S-Corp um, because LLC, Sole proprietors, from my knowledge, I'm not a tax professional. I'm not an accountant. I'm not. A, I, I'm not qualified to give financial advice at all. All I'm doing here is regurgitating information that accountants have told me. I actually was just listening to this woman. I can't remember her Instagram handle. She was really good. Um, she came and spoke at an event I was at. And LLCs and sole proprietorships and earned income are the highest taxed ways to make money. Um, S corps and C corps are taxed way less than LLCs. And if you're making like over like $40,000 net or over like 200,000, so I don't, I don't remember what the number is, but over a certain amount, you need to be moving to an S corp. It saved me a ton of taxes when I did it. Um, but the, all the LLC does is it just covers your ass. Covers your ass. So do you, I mean, do you have to have insurance with that or anything? No. No. You have to have a, um, EIN number. Yeah, like a tax, tax number. number. That's it. Right. So well, that's free. But that's that's all the LLC really is yeah. is so you're not using your social security number to do business anymore. Uh, it gives you a new number. You have an EIN number. That's your tax number. So when you go to the bank and open up a bank account, you're not using your social security number. You're using the EIN number. So when they sue you and they look at what's in the the right. what's in this company's name, yeah. it's under that, that EIN it. number. So it's easy to it's easy to see if it's under your social security they can come after your house they can come after your personal money yeah. your retirement whatever so you can't they personally can lose anything from being sued. nothing that's not set up in that llc right. yeah so if you put your whole life into that llc like you right. have your house in it, your cars in it and all so that what a lot of like real estate yeah. investors will do um is they may have 
15 different LLCs. Oh, so yeah. they put all their different properties. So if they have somebody sue them, you can only go after these one or two properties. You can't go after all my properties. Right. You can't go after my whole company. You can only go after the properties that are in this LLC and the money that's generated from this LLC. Okay. And if I chat, I can fire, chat, you know, a bankruptcy on that LLC or I can, you know what I mean? It kind of protects you from people coming that's after interesting. you. Yeah. So like some places, even like their shipping department would be a different LLC than the company. Yeah. It's the same name. Yeah, it's real LLC. You work for Schick Steel? No. Never did? Uh, I think I did for like a week. So they have like several different companies. Yeah. They're probably, they're not LLCs. I, wonder if I guarantee no. they're a C Corp or an S Corp oh, or something. They're, they're operating. I, say, I wonder if that's level. different like Lexicon and the Schick Steel. When you get into bigger companies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You get into bigger uh, companies. You're you're talking about. So that's totally different. Well, no, it's not totally different. It does the, same, the thing, same thing. But now it is broke up into a new corporate stru structure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Financially broken. Up, don't. Here's probably, the thing, guys. I, don't know. I have no clue either. We, we probably need to get off this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just saying, hey, kids, if you're out there and you want to start your business, it's easy. It's you not that think. hard. No. Nope. Yeah. Um, trace your, trace your, trace your. You need to plug that business. Talked about that earlier, but you never plugged your business. Yeah. You got time. Yeah. Hey, I'm Coach B. Um, they already know you. We, you've been on the oh, last yeah. two episodes. Yeah. You can oh, just yeah. plug the business. Oh, yeah, just, hey, hey, if y'all, if, if you're in a spot in your life and, and you want to lose weight and you feel, you feel awkward <laughs> in any situation really, cause you feel like you're overweight, reach out to me, talk to me. You can find me. I'm easy to find any social media platform. Um, I got Facebook, Facebook, TikTok. Instagram, TikTok. email me. The only coach B.com. Uh, the only coach B on everything. Instagram. You just got to put the, the underscores in between the words. Everything else is one word. The only coach B. Um, I have this one program, sixteen days of shred, that I do, and it's just sixteen days. And man, I've had dudes lose like twenty six pounds in sixteen days. Wow. I've had all kinds of stuff. Um, I got guys all over America right now. So you're, most, you're online. I'm yeah, here. I'm an online coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So smart. Um, hit me up. I got if, whatever. Whatever you got, I got a program for it. Uh, I can help you through it. We can talk about it. I talked to everybody before. I even, like we talked about on the last podcast, I want to talk to you before we even do it because if you're coming to me with negativity and all this other stuff and you're just that right. guy that's going to give up on yourself or that girl, then yeah, don't even you know, wish I, I'm probably not the coach for you and I'm not, I'm not being an ass, but you know, I'm going to give you everything that I got and I expect for you to give me Dude, I respect that though. Yeah. Like I don't, I, anybody that takes that as being an ass to me which we live in a world where everybody's offended all the time and everybody thinks somebody's an asshole, whatever. Um, we ran into that on, I run into, dude, I get so many mean comments on <laughs> YouTube and TikTok and stuff because the amount of content that I'm putting out. And I will say things and do things that I feel like I'm being very nice and right. I still get ripped apart on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll try to help people and get criticized because everybody's got something to say. But the thing about it is I'm helping you. Yeah. By not taking you on as a client. I'm not letting you waste your money to something that's not going to work for you. Another thing with me is I'll have people say, I want to do the 16 days. You know, I want to do that program. And then I'll say, do you have 16 days? Do you have 16 days? Like, oh, well, my nephew graduates. Like, well, then you don't have 16 days because I need you for 16 days. And I don't want you to waste your money. And I don't want to waste neither one of our times. Right. After your nephew graduates, come back, man. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. You know, I, I, I need you for 16 dedicated days. What's the significance of the 16 days? Because I typically stay away from stuff, from really short-term stuff personally. Right. Uh, so I want to I I see your mindset. Because I, personally, I don't take anybody. I want everybody to be committed for a year. 
Like right. I'm looking for people who are like, okay, you this is going to be a lifelong thing. Right. So that's what I want. What's the 16 days significance? So the 16 days is to show you that uh, you're not a worthless fat piece of shit. I got you. In 16 days. It's 16 days to basically rewire your brain. In 16 days, I'm going to rewire the way you think and the way you feel about yourself and the way your physical appearance. Just to prove to yourself, you just can to do prove, it. just to prove it. Yeah. I'm going to prove to you that everything you think about yourself or something that, like you said, somebody told you when you're little. Yeah, you know it's bullshit. It's so common, man. Yeah. People, people walk around with limiting beliefs about every aspect of their life, and that's what brought on. You know, I made the blue collar comment, and I was surprised at the amount of people who were offended by that by that clip because I didn't feel that I was saying anything negative about blue collar workers. I was in a room of blue collar workers. I was yeah. a blue collar worker. He was a blue collar worker. Both the guys in the room were blue collar yeah. worker and both you guys are blue collar workers. That's me. And <laughs> all I was saying was that being overly proud, I may not have used the word overly can hold you back because yeah. I, I've seen a lot of people start construction companies, start contracting businesses, start AC businesses, and do okay, but really all they did was produce themselves a job. Yeah, MMA gym owners do this all the time, and it's why the same thing when I made the comment that if your coach was is only charging you $75 a month, they're either undercharging you or you're at a crappy gym. The reason for that is and, and I gave every, that was another one, dude. Oh my God. So many people from the jiu-jitsu community got mad about that one. People that I know that I would have never thought would have got mad, got mad about it. What I was saying is I've been in this business a long time and I know that if your coach is only charging you that, he's not making any money right. and he's having to work a job. He can't work with enough people to really be well, well off enough to quit his job and be comfortable at $75 a month. I know it for a fact. Yeah, unless okay? he's doing something on the side and he gave you the hookup because he likes you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So... I know this because so many coaches, they go and they start a school and maybe, okay, you're happy working a full-time job and then teaching every night. And especially if your family's involved in it, like, you know, your wife does it and your kids do it and you're all there together, mm -hmm. then I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if I'm taking time away from my family, because my, my kids do the kids class, but they don't stay till the adult class. And my wife doesn't do jujitsu. She, you know, it's not her thing. And I want to be able to spend time with my family. I don't want to have to get up at 6 a.m. every day and then work all day or 5 a.m. work all day, then come here and work all night and do that every night. I want to eventually be able to like hire people and, and help other people. And this is the other thing about it is I don't just have a responsibility to my clients. I have a responsibility to my employees. Yes. Right. That's what people That's what people don't understand, okay? I have employees that this is all they do. Not only is this... All I do, this is all Mo does. This is all Haley does. It's part-time for her, but he's full-time. And I want them to be able to make a lot of money and not have to work a job they hate. Right. I want to provide them. I want this podcast to blow up, not just so I can get big, because I want Tyler to get big. Right. I want him to be able to quit his job and us have mm -hmm. sponsors. And I want my YouTube channel to get big so Mo can make $100,000 a year doing what he loves, not just – you know, a, a measly paycheck, not saying a measly paycheck, but not, I don't want to hire people to come in and just make a measly paycheck and get by, barely get by. I want people that work for me to have financial freedom and success right. because here's the thing, and this is what a lot of MMA gym owners miss. This is what a lot of uh, people that own construction businesses and blue-collar businesses, what they miss is my dream is only going to go as far as the people I can fit inside of it. Right. 
Okay. If my dream isn't big enough that you can fit in it, why would you follow me? I wouldn't. If my dream didn't fit Mo in it, why would he follow me? He's not going to follow me because no. my dream's not big enough for him to fit inside. Right. If the most money he's ever going to make from me is $250, $300 a week, he's never going to be able to stay with me forever because eventually he may meet a woman and have kids. You can't support a family on three, four, even $500 a week. No. Okay, you can't. It, you got three kids and a teenager, and they got braces, and you, know, you can't support them on $500 a week hardly. And I did it, but it's very difficult. I want to give other people that. So here's the thing. Yes, you should charge enough for your services that not only do you give your – you got to do more than just give yourself the income you would have had with a job because I – it's not my vision for me to be able to teach jujitsu every day and that be my job. Right. It's my vision that – Everybody in my gym, in this area that wants this to be their job and is willing to put in the work to do it, it can be. And they can work with me. It's my vision that everybody that wants to be on my film team and run my podcast and Mo and, and my camera people that I'm going to hire later on, and they don't have to just do this because they love me. They can do this and my their vision fits inside my vision. Yeah, I can create an empire that's not all about me. You know what I mean? Because you're not going to build an empire that's all about you. Your empire has to include other people. You're never going to take over the world by yourself. Never. You have yeah. to have the people around you that have the vision that will take you there. And they have to share that vision with you. They have to share your vision. They have to be bought in on your vision. And they have to pursue it with you. But if your vision's so small that I just want to have a gym that, and I'm not, here's the thing, and I wasn't hating yeah, on these guys. Yeah, I'm not yeah. hating. If your vision is that you want to take on a coaching job where you teach jujitsu every night, you don't, and if you can't be there, you have to shut the gym down, or you have a couple buddies that help you out, and you maybe take $1,000 or whatever a month from it, and you don't really have any employees, and you're happy with that, and you're good with that forever. That's fine. It's like to be the best janitor you can be. Yeah. If, you, if you want to be There's a janitor, nothing no wrong. one's talking about you being a janitor. Be Absolutely. The best. Be the best. If you want to be the absolute best carpenter in the world, yeah, do it. and you don't want to own a, own a construction company, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Right. As all. long as you're willing to accept, I'm going to swing this hammer until my body gives out, and hopefully I can put enough money in retirement that I can quit someday. And some people actually that's being honorable. You know? Absolutely. Hey. That's because it's what you want. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm what not you hating want. on that. That's, it's not my vision. I mean, not mine. It's but not I mean, my vision. Good on you because we yeah. need carpenters. And we need them. We yeah. need fry cooks. And we need them. We need janitors. Yeah. We need all these people that make the world. We need linemen who make, you know, you make really good money as a lineman. You, there's a lot of things you can do in the world. But here's the thing. That's not the case for a lot of people. A lot. There's a lot of people out there who go to the work, roll in their eyes. How many times have y'all seen guys, known guys, or been this guy that on Sunday night you lay your head down on that bed with a sense of like sickening dread for the next day? Yeah. Oh, dude, every day would be the worst day of my life. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. I won't live that way. Yeah. I refuse. I haven't felt that way. I look when I lay my head down on Sunday night. I'm ready for Monday morning. Dude, you, you, I'm excited. You alone are fucking goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. For so many people, appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, like for real. Like, and I know I'm not the richest guy. I know I don't have the most money. But the thing is, though, I never dread tomorrow. I never. I cannot tell you the last time that I laid my head down on my bed and I dreaded what the next day held for me. Yeah, you don't never. have to not lay your head down on your bed. You know, and be at work all night. While yeah, your kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, that, it's like I said, freedom. Your, your goal—that's goals right there. Just, just hearing but you say doable. that should, yeah, it's doable. But the thing about it is, to do it, 
you have to a know who you are and what you want out of life. Yes. Okay. And that's one of the hard pieces of the puzzle for a lot of people. I would say perf- perfect it before you make the jump. Well, well, hold on. Let, let me back that. This is what let, you mean. Yeah. Let, let me refine that a little bit. Um, say you want to be an MMA coach, right? But yeah. All you've done was sucker punch a dude in the cotton field. Yeah, that's something. You know what I mean? Like right. you got to be, you got to know yeah. what the, you got to know what the hell you're you doing. Jump, you have to continue to. Yeah, it. then you have Here's to. The hours of podcasts and eBooks and. I would not have. I would not have made the jump when I did if I had another option because I really wasn't ready. Because I was a blue belt in jujitsu, but there was no gyms around here, and I just needed somewhere to train. But you had the skill set. I had. Well, that's I had. Enough, I've been training for a few years. Yeah. But I didn't have enough to be a coach right. and I've had to grow into this role and I'm still growing into this role. That's like me. If, if I was still 320 pounds, would you want me to be your body? Absolutely not. No, not, absolutely not. not. If, if I had a dad body, would you No, not at unless all. you like had a long list of like world champions that you could show me that you would try. Oh yeah. 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 That'd be like, like That's Greg, like Greg Jackson, for instance, for sure. yeah. Greg Jackson has never fought in MMA before. But he's arguably one of the, if not the best MMA coach in the world. He, you know, GSP. I mean, Jackson Wink is John Jones, GSP. I mean, great. It's like one of those things was Nick Saban a good football player? Right. John yeah. Donaher wasn't <laughs> necessarily, uh, was not a great jiu-jitsu competitor. But he is unequivocally the best jiu-jitsu coach in the world right now. Like, have you ever seen bodybuilding coaches? Right. Yo, they are They're usually, usually not fat. in great shape. That's yeah, my, yeah. That is actually goes back to one of my issues with the bodybuilding culture. And that's, the, that's one of the issues of, like, going too hard into suffering for a competition or suffering for a fight. MMA fighters do the same thing, like Patty Pimblett and whatever. Like they, in between yeah, fights, they oh, get yeah. super fat. Yeah. And that's one of my issues with it because it's not a lifestyle thing. So when the competition's over, they quit. Right. And that's actually the in the last episode, that's what I was going to talk about was when I quit fighting, I got fat because I didn't have that. And I had to refine my why. Yeah. And – do it because that's who I am, not because I had a competition coming up. Yeah, they had to refeed, come down a new identity. That refeed for two weeks turns into a six-month bolt. It happens <laughs> yeah. all the time, yeah. dog, yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit, it's show day in 16 weeks. I got to go. I, I would fight at 170 pounds, and I would be 195 walking in the cage the night of. So I'd put on 25 pounds in a day, and I'd usually be 210 pounds in a week. So I usually put on about forty pounds. That's crazy. In in a week to two. It's a lot of water though, right? A lot. Of, well, yeah, because I was cutting. I was cutting from one ninety one ninety ish to one ninety one ninety five one eighty five to one ninety five. The lowest I ever started a water cut from was one eighty five because I had not eaten solid food in a long time, um, and I'd got down like one eighty seven, one eighty eight, and then it was all water from there. Normally, cutting when I was cutting one seventy, which I only did a few times, um, like two or three times. I, it wasn't many, but. When I did it, it was usually like 20 pounds of water. So coming back to 195 the next day was a lot of water and just food and water sitting on my stomach, you know. More water. The more water you drink, the more water you'll push out. Yeah. But if you're depleted, you can push it out. It's like putting it back in you. you That's what I was going to show you earlier. That's that's awesome. That's one of them. Yeah. You can tell. And a lot of this is probably water too. Yeah. Yeah. But there's definitely some fat in there. But when you see that. You yeah. know, when when you see like that, I can as, do that in sixteen you, days. Yeah, like I can do this. Yeah, you know, then then you're makes your you life realize changed. how possible it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah that like, is I can amazing. We we tend to the and this is the reason why I don't I don't do can a lot of this somewhere. It'd be hard. He'd have to send it to Mo. Oh. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people overest do overestimate how much they can do in a week or even a year and underestimate how much they can do in five. 
and in fitness, you know, but that is amazing that you're able to get those kind of results in such yeah. a short term because it, it does, because that's what I tell people that all the time. Like most people overestimate how much they're going to be able to get done in a short amount of time or overestimate how much they can get done in a short amount of time and greatly underestimate how much they can do in a long period of time. Because I, to me, the key to life is this. And again, take this for what it's worth because I'm not sitting here telling you that I know the key to life, but put time on your side. Yeah. Do actions that put time on your side so that you are improving over time and that time is a factor. So before you do anything, just ask yourself, does this put time as my enemy or my ally if it's, it's me? Whoops. I thought that was me, so I looked down. I was like, oh, no. Uh -uh. <laughs> so how do I send that to Mo? I would like for this picture to go up. It's it really would, it's gonna be, you that? could email it to him possibly. Okay. But well, yeah, that that's going to be a tough don't worry about it. Oh, is it? Yeah, That's I mean, it's going to be a long, a lot of it's a different one, walk around. Impact insane. and freedom. Yeah. Yeah, impact and freedom. So, like, what impact can I make with the freedom that I, that I need? Yeah. You know, like like you, you're making a big impact and, you know. He showed me that one already. Oh. You got the That's freedom. Impressive. You know, to go home every night. You right. got the freedom to come in. This, you come not to your not at night yet, but during the day. You well, know, I mean, like, like, yeah, I'm talking in the, sen I'm talking the sense of, like, right. a night shift. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I'm in control of my destiny now here's what i'll tell you one of the toughest times of my life was when i reached my goal really yeah it was very tough i went through a depression um because my goal through my 20s mo my early 20s and in my mid-20s was to build this gym into something that was sustainable that was making money i wanted to move be on 45 where we are I wanted a, a nice facility on 45. I wanted enough members, enough money coming in that I I could support my family and I could have my employees could support themselves. And uh, I got there. And it was hard for me that. to find the hunger. Like I kind of felt like I had capped out, which I don't think is true now, but I felt like I had capped out what I could do in this market. I didn't know what the next step was and I didn't have a goal anymore. Like I met my goals yeah. and I didn't have a clear direction on how to get to the next step which is where the podcast, the YouTube channel, me diving back into the gym now finally after two years, getting like really into not just training people, but the gym, the aspect of it. But it's important, I think, as a man, as a person. I, I can't speak for women, but I can speak for myself. That's who I can speak for. I'm one of these people. I, I need goals, but I need actionable steps to reach the goals. And as long as I have that, if I've got actionable steps to meet, reach my goals, number one, nobody's going to outwork me. There you go. And I can be happy in the grind. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I enjoy the grind. Yeah. I love way. I love grinding. I love working. That's why That's why it's hard to outwork me. That's why it's hard to put in as many hours as me. It's hard to get as much done in a shorter period of time as I do. Because if I'm into it, nobody is going to outwork me. If I'm not into it, anybody can outwork me. I'm the laziest piece of shit ever if my heart and soul's not in it. <laughs> yeah. And I am the most hardworking, determined motherfucker ever if, if my it. heart is in it. Right. You know, and so the day that my heart kind of left the gym, and you know what really did it, man? I've talked about it on here before was COVID. When I saw that the government could just take it away from yeah. me and I lost, I had this momentum going. I was doing, I was doing really good numbers. I was, I was making money. We were growing every single year, every month. The gym was doing better and better. And then COVID happened and it kind of trickled. We hit a bit. It was like a big reset button. I'm like, well, the government can just take this away from me. Like I can just, yeah. I can just get shut down because 
people are getting sick or whatever. Like, well, I don't want to do this then. Let me go. I want to go online. I want to do something else. Yeah. And it was really hard for me. It's taken me two years to get myself back. Like, no, I do want to do this. Well, at I, least you got to keep it. You know, like some people yeah. put their heart and soul in like you did and then they're, they're shut and down. It's just gone. You know, and now yeah. they're back to work and that. But you know what, though? Those people, I would say the reason that they shut had to shut down was because they weren't doing things right to begin with. Yeah, they, I, I can see that argument. They just, I'm not saying everybody, and I'm not, all right, so the first thing you got to understand is I'm not saying things are your fault, but things are your responsibility. Like, the government shutting us down wasn't our fault. Right. But it's our responsibility to have done everything right to that point so we could be ready for it, even though we there's no way we could have known it was happening. So I had enough money sitting back. I had, I, I had some good clients that were still willing to pay during COVID and let's trade that out. You so know. I paid my gym during, during COVID the whole good time. Good for you, man. Yeah. Good and, for but you. But right when everything started going down, I went on Facebook Marketplace and bought every bit of gym equipment I could. Yeah, smart. So I kept paying my gym membership, but I had a gym in my backyard. Yeah, and smart. I, now it's but, all put in a shed and I don't even open yeah. the door. But good really? for you, man. Yeah. You know, like, you got to think, these guys who had put everything into these gyms, and I didn't have enough setback where, like, I needed to, and I don't now either. You know, if, if we had another shutdown now, it would it would shut me down. Like, I, right. I'd have to close the doors. Yeah, I, just, I don't have the – I don't have the – I had the money set back at that time that I that we could kind of limp through that month and a half of not really making anything and you know and I I didn't miss any rent payments either, um, barely. I was late on a lot of them, but didn't miss them because I didn't want to get behind you know and, and where I couldn't catch back up because I didn't know how understanding they were going to be when all this was over and they could legally kick me out again. Like, where well, you're too much behind, you're paying, but yeah. you're still too much behind, you got to go. Um, it goes back to that tribe thing, though. Yeah, it really. Those are my people, right? And you want to yeah. support them. Yeah. I met I met my wife in that gym. Really? Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. But that was the that was the that was the killer for me. And and you know, I'm I, that's the to me that's the purpose of this podcast is just time for me to be just open and honest. Right. You know, like like I'm really I'm always really open about like and everybody wants to talk about their wins. Everybody wants to talk about you know like, <laughs> dude, my gym's killing it and I'm making millions of dollars. I'm not making millions of dollars and. And, you know, my gym's doing well, but I could be doing a lot more. And it took me realizing that and, like, breaking down, like, okay, like, what do I want to do and what do I want to do with my life? And I had this realization a long time ago. Because this is what I ask everybody whenever they ever come to me and ask my opinion on what they should do. And I say, the first thing you should ask yourself is pretend money is not an object. Take money out of the equation if money were not an object in this universe, how would you spend your day? Yeah. What would you do? It's so funny you're talking about this. Me and my wife talk about this on the way up here. Really? Yeah. Really? So yeah. what's your answer? Yeah, so for past three, four years, man, uh, I would get told by people when they come up and ask, ask me about it at work or whatever. And they'd always say, man, you're just like wasted potential sitting here. You're just wasted potential. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, you tell me what to do. Yeah. Tell me what to do then. If I'm such wasted potential, what do I need to do? Right. You don't know the next step. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Right. The only thing I know how to do is lift weights and then talk people into lifting weights. Yeah. You know, and I, I can motivate anybody to do anything. Yeah. You know, like that's the only thing I'm good at. And that I never, you know, connected the dots. Ever. But you can get paid for that. Well, I never connected them dots. Yeah. So I kind of got like you. I was like, I was, I was depressed, you know, and Everybody's sitting the there step. saying, like, hey, man, you're, you're wasted potential. You're wasted potential. You know, you can change people's bodies in, in months, you know. But and you got to have, like, an actionable plan for how to put then, that in place. Then and one day, and get paid for it. one day my wife goes, why don't you do online coaching? And I said, why would I do that? 
And she goes, because you're wasting potential. And I said, oh, shit. Yeah. So if money were not an option on this university, you think that's what you do? Yeah, because I've been doing it for years anyway, yeah. for free. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, See, that's, that was the thing for me. Yeah. I would come in here and teach jiu-jitsu every night if I were not getting paid. Yeah, that's I don't what, care. I, mean, I, I love to teach jiu-jitsu. I love to teach MMA. I love working with fighters. I love doing this. I love being part of the family. I love what I do. And that was when I really decided that I wanted to get back in here as I had this like really sobering moment because there's a difference between what you would do and what you would want to do. Right. Because a lot of people, if money were not an object, they'd just lay in bed all day and yeah. play video games. Exactly. Okay, but there's no happiness to be gained from that. No. You're not going to – you you temporary – but in terms of long-term, like, what's going to make you healthy? What's going to make you happy? How would you spend your day? Like, what would you want to do? You need a clear answer for that. Like, uh, you need to be impacting people. Yeah. You need to be helping people. You need to be doing something. And some people really love working with their hands. Some people really love being doctors. Some people, where them carpenters come in, though. There you, you go. Know? If you love building things, yeah. and that's what you would do. If you, if you would go and, like, refurbish old furniture or build furniture or cabinets or build houses and you love that's what you would do and there are a lot of men out there that if money were not an object on this planet that's what they do if that's you dude your life is easy it's not easy in terms of what you do every day but it's easy in terms of figuring out what you're going to do it's easy figure out how you can make the most amount of money doing that yeah. okay there you go do that get the pay the most that you can me i would teach jujitsu i would I would put out, I would do a podcast, I would create content, and I would try to help as many people as I could. Yeah. And I would, uh, I would speak. That would be the, that would be the things I would do. I'd motivate people. Like that's my life. And I got to thinking, like, money taken off the equation. I would travel more if I had a lot of money. I would travel more. Oh yeah, I would. Take like I would go see things that I haven't got to see. But as terms, that's not your day to day life. That's what you got to remember. It's not your day to day life most of the time. So what would your day to day life be? Oh well, exactly what I do every day right now. Yeah. Exactly. I can honestly say my day-to-day, -day, Monday through Friday, I'd travel more, I'd buy some more things if I had more money, yada, yada. But if, in terms of how I spend my time, which is the most valuable resource that you have, mm -hmm. just decide, okay, what would I do if money weren't an object? This is it? Sweet. Just go get paid the most you can from that. Because here's the thing. When I decided that this was what I wanted to do, do you know how many people thought I was freaking crazy? Dude, you'll never be supported by anybody in your hometown. Usually. I mean... Yeah. Some people I mean, yeah, might, yeah, you but got, normally, yeah. but well, I mean, it was, it was kind of stupid. Like it's incredible. It's insane that I made it because we live in a town of 23,000 people with an average income of a little over $20,000 a year. I'm going to run a full-time MMA gym and teach Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which nobody had heard of when I started this around here. Other places they have, but nobody around here, unless you were a big MMA fan, which right. most people around here were not. It's a, it's a small town in Mississippi that's very poor, and I'm going to start a gym that nobody else in this area has ever gym. been able to do, and it's going to be high-end, and at that time it wasn't high-end because I didn't believe that I could get that kind right. of money. Right. So it was really cheap when I started. It was like 50 bucks a month when I started, and I went broke, and then I went up a little bit and still went broke, and I, I found where I was actually making money. But everybody was like, dude, it's not going to work. Like, I, we believe in you, like, but you're literally, it's literally not going to work. You can't, it's not going to happen. And but, with the mindset that I had when they were telling me that, they were right. That me couldn't do it. But this me can. Because this, this is the one you woke up. Right. This, like, yeah. We talked about that last podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. changed my identity to a person that could get it done. It's funny whenever I tell my wife stuff like that, um, you know, the ones that tell you can't, 
like, well, you wasn't standing beside me when I visioned when I got it. So right. I don't care what you think anyway. Yeah. You know, when I'm visioning me being successful and whatever, you know, you're not standing beside me anyway. Right. So why do I care? Exactly. Yeah. The people who love you. And I talk to fighters about this a lot, man, because dude, the fight game is so fickle when it comes to fans. And even on the local level, man, because I remember when I was fighting in my late teens, early 20s, I had like a lot of like fanboy haters, you know, like most of them are super fair weather. Okay. I remember I had people, I lost a fight here in Columbus back in 2002, uh, 2012 rather, that one. Yeah, the one on the wall. We actually, we actually framed it. Uh, I lost that fight split decision. And I, man, the amount of people, that talked trash about me, just like oh, we knew he couldn't do it. He didn't have what it took. And here's the thing: I didn't have what it take to go, took to go to the UFC. You know, I I just I didn't have the athleticism. I wasn't quite there. Um, it didn't seem, you know, um, and and it wasn't. I realized through fighting too that that really wasn't my dream. Yeah, good. You know, like I realized like I don't want to do this for a living. Yeah. You know, this isn't how. Failure is good. Yeah. Yeah. But can't believe you lost so to a many, guy sitting down. So many people. <laughs> so yeah, he just pulled guard in MMA fight. It worked. Uh. Shout out Zeb Stroud, by the way. So many people, though, are going to co- talk about you and come against you and talk yeah. trash. Don't listen to them. And I tell fighters, too, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to hype you up, too. You're going to go to the bar, and people are going to jump on that jock and talk. Yeah. And he's seen it with me and other fighters up oh, here. Yeah. We go to the bar, and people come up to you, and they're like, dude, you're so badass, man. I watch all your fights. Da, 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 da. And I tune that out completely. I don't out. know the crowd split. Because when I, if I don't tune him out when he turns on me later, I have to, I like, you kind of yeah. have to listen to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I feel like I do anyway. <laughs> so I just tune him out. I tune him all out. Because that same dude, if you lose your next fight, is going to talk shit. Oh, yeah. Not to your oh, face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's going to talk shit behind you. And you're going to hear about it. People are going to post stuff on yeah. Facebook. People, I, you know, like, the only people that matter are the people that are going to support you and love you yeah. no matter what. Not all of them are going to believe in your vision either. No. Though. Like the, the most important person to believe in that is you. Yeah. So I, I, I tell people, um, no one really cares, but yeah, you, right? Like you, you think your wife cares? She, Not like she you doesn't. Do. Your no. wife just cares no. that you're safe. Yeah. And she you're, cares that you care. Yeah. Your wife cares that you're safe and you're happy. Yeah. That's all your wife cares yeah. about. Cares That's all your mom care. cares about. That's all your kids care about. The yeah. dad comes home. Yeah. They don't care. They just right. you're they're taken care of. You're happy and you're yeah. healthy. They're they following right. your vision. They don't follow care. Them. No one cares. You're yeah. the only one. You're the only one. So yeah. you're the only one on this journey. And it's you. You know, yeah. let's let's fucking go. Yeah. And in life you're all alone. Yeah. Like that's that's a sobering thought. But like at the end of your life, on your deathbed, it's gonna be you. It doesn't matter if you're surrounded by family or not, you're the only one gonna be yes. dying. If if you've never had to be in a spot in your life where you had to go out in them dark waters by yourself. And there yeah, is you no, need to. You that's just something you have to do. Start a business, go compete in something. Just, yeah. That's the, that's the beautiful thing about fighting and jujitsu and stuff is like because it's not a team sport, like it's just you out there. Yeah, it's just it's you just in you. there. They claw lock that cage door and it's just you. You know, and that's one of the great things that fighting does teach you. But when always take that into account, man, because people are gonna talk trash, people are not gonna believe in you. And the other thing is when people do, I'm not saying tune out all criticism. Some oh, criticism no, yeah. can be good, yeah. depending on who it's from. Has this person done what I'm trying to do? Right. Do they have an opinion that matters to me? If they right. do, then listen. If I am trying to get in, become the world's best uh, real estate investor and 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 uh, sales coach, 
if Grant Cardone has something he wants to tell me that I'm doing wrong, I'm going to listen. Yeah. If Ed Milet comes to me and he has something to tell me that would make me a better uh, speaker and investor, I'm going to listen. Warren Buffett want to make me better. If Joe Rogan had criticism for my podcast, Joe Rogan knows more about podcasting than I do. Okay? Yeah, there's never. He's put more reps in. He's better than me. Yeah, it's never to admit. If somebody's better than you in something, listen that to comes him. into that toxic masculinity that you talk yeah. about. Like, if you're so manly, you won't listen to somebody who's obviously better at you than something, then you don't deserve what you want. Anymore. Yeah, that's that's almost like, yeah, you, and you see that a lot. And you yeah. get a lot of people that get, like, negative, like, criticism, but, but it's positive, like, constructive criticism right. and negativity mixed up. Because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. you just step in and you're like, hey, like, I've been down this road and I know what you're doing and I don't think it's a good idea, yada, yada, yada. And then there's some people, like, if I run into an old buddy down at the bar who works at the steel mill, since that's what y'all do, and they he wants to tell me how to train fighters, I'm not going to listen to him. Right. Like, you don't know anything. Like you stupid too, though. You're, you're, it happens all the time. Really? How, and how often, man, I've seen people, like I saw uh, Tim Crater. You know, you know who Tim Crater is? Yeah. He was in the UFC. Yeah. He was Dustin Poirier's original coach. Okay. Um, he's a friend of mine, and he... Friend, we know each other. I mean, we don't hang out, but you know, <laughs> he, we talk and stuff uh, from time to time. And he posted on Facebook this uh, this email that after was it Andrea KGB Lee or somebody? No, it was uh, that other guy. He's got he's got a few people in the UFC, and one of them lost. And I don't remember who it was. And he was like tearing into him, saying he lost because his co Tim's coaching was bad, and that. Yada yada yada, kind of blaming him for the loss, and this is what you should have done different. Fight, the fighter was doing this. No, 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 no. Some, Some just random, random fan, fan okay. sent him an email saying that, and it's like, bro, like, who are you? It's the same thing I have to tell myself with these negative comments when we post shorts on TikTok and on uh, YouTube and stuff. When I put my my clips up there and people are critical, critical, I have to ask myself, well, let them do. Who that, is this person? Let them. That's his business. And it helps. Yeah, it right. Helps. It helps. Yeah. yeah you know, sure. so I'm. I'm at that stage where, uh, so I got my wife, when she, when she wanted to start doing strongman training, uh, I got her to where she, she got, um, she's going to nationals next year, yeah. right? So I got her there, and then she was pumped, and then I'm like, I'm not your coach. Yeah, you're going gonna to have to find a strongman coach. Yeah. You know, that's not, that's not what I do. Yeah, at a you certain know? point, you got to know so your it, yeah, reputation. I know yourself, seek self-improvement, and that, that's not my, I don't. That's not a road I don't I don't want to go down that road. Oh, and you, you know? don't even want to do it. No, so, I don't want to yeah, do it. Then. But and you know, and that's my wife, and I'll never let her down. And in order for me not to let my wife down, she needs to find somebody better than me. Yeah. So she went and she found probably the best in the world. That's good. And that's but, awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do. So the world's you strongest know? woman is my is my wife's coach. Oh wow. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. She she just broke her own world record <clears> in long press. <throat> oh shit. Yeah. That's awesome. This episode seems like it went really fast. We're over an hour oh, wow. right now though. Really? Yeah, we're an hour and eleven minutes and wow. thirty four seconds. So We'll wrap it up right there. Um, been awesome having you on for these hey, thanks, last man. two episodes. Thank you man. so much for having me. Had a lot of fun, dude. Um, guys, if you have if you have not subscribed already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also find us on TikTok. Uh, it's pretty much the only two ways right now, right, Mo? Since they shut down my Instagram and uh, Facebook, so that's the only two platforms. We have we're, the man up put, Facebook. Yeah, but we're not. Put, I mean, there's no content on it. You can start. Yeah, you could. You could. Uh, you could. Uh, I did today. Oh, did it you? It is, yeah. Oh, good. Um, but it just... Go follow us on Facebook, too, then. That's right. We don't talk enough. Kind of forgot about that. Um, 
but yeah, awesome job, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Hey, go watch some more of our videos on the Mississippi Superman show on YouTube. We need to get those watch hours up. Appreciate y'all. Peace.